Hello, friends. Welcome back to the 23 Podcast. And the moment you've all been waiting for is finally here. Oh, our, that's right. That's our special right. guest, Father Joe Wigman. Welcome. Thank you. Welcome Thank to the perfect. 23 Podcast. How yeah. are you today? I'm doing fine. Doing fine. Uh, surprised by how nice it is. I was just getting used to the fact that summer was over. I know. And now, at the home, people are sitting outside again. That's <laughs> It's great, yeah. Um, great, you know, just outside, just great time to be outside and take it all in. I know that, again, like you said, uh, we got this little Indian summer thing going on. Um, wasn't wasn't 100% sure that that was going to be, be part of our late October, but... I'm still a kid at heart. I love summer. Yeah, me too. Yeah, it used to be because of no school, but now <laughs> I just like... The sun, I like the kind of relaxed attitude that a lot of people have in their approach to summer, and uh, I've just always enjoyed it, and it's my birthday, so. Your birthday. Today's your birthday? No, no, in August. Oh, uh, oh, that's right. So that was, that was a big deal, at least when I was a kid. Yeah, I feel that. Yeah. Yeah, I'm a September guy, so I'm like always right on the fringe of like. Oh, yeah. It's just yeah. like the perfect temperature, like usually birthday dinner's always outside, and you have a you know bunch of family and it's it's a fun time and not not as hot but just real mild kind of like today yeah you know as a kid i always felt cheated that i never got to bring snacks in for my birthday oh yeah cuz <laughs> you know i think now they do something for all the summer birthdays you know before the end of yeah. the school year but in the 1960s, that was just not a thing so i never got to do it oh, well, i was felt cheated you know? Yeah. I'm sorry. <laughs> I got over it. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm sure you did. I'm sure you did. You uh, felt felt better after yes. that. Yeah. Yes. So, but anyways, uh, Father, it's uh, it's so great to have you today to uh, to talk this weekend's readings and all that's going on here at St. John the 23rd. And boy, we have been really busy lately with a lot of great stuff that's been going on. A lot of the programming. I know the Family faith formation is off to a wonderful start. And of course, yeah. uh, Father Jeff is taking some much-deserved time off this week to uh, to go down to Damascus and mm-hmm. and really have um, a nice retreat. Yeah, and... he calls that his happy place. Yeah. So when the trip to the Holy Land fell through, understandably. Yeah, no kidding. Uh, he had a pretty quick trip in mind. Yeah. Where's your happy place? I'm not sure I really have one, and I thought about that when I heard Father Jeff refer to Damascus as his holy place. I'm not sure what my holy place or a happy place is. Um, I like going to St. Minard, which is where I went to seminary and where I worked for a while, and I haven't been able to go there for years anyway, Uh, but that's always been... uh, a good place for me to go. I'm not sure that I'd refer to it as my happy place, but I feel very peaceful there. Um, when I was a seminarian, I don't think I appreciated it as much because there's all the work that has to be done. But uh, when I worked there as a spiritual doctor, I was able to enter into the peace of the place. Interesting. More. Father Jeff, in fact, was there as a seminarian when I was there as a spiritual doctor. So uh, I'm not sure he would say that I was peaceful, but I felt that way. 
Yeah, you guys go back a little bit. That's really yeah. cool. And I know some people don't know this about you is that you you kind of you came to the seminary a little bit after you. I mean, you had a I career did. as a businessman in I believe Chicago right before. Correct. What I, made you What made you decide to to go to the seminary? Well, I graduated from college in 1983, 40 years ago, and I worked first for Procter Gamble yep. in Cincinnati, and I guess I figured out pretty quickly that this was not my calling in yep. life. Right. I, even though I thought it was when I was in school, taking business classes and, you know, belonging to the honorary things and whatever. Uh, but then when I was actually doing it, I thought, oh gosh, this is so not me. <laughs> but uh, after a year in Cincinnati, I didn't feel ready to, to make a change like going to the seminary. It was maybe in the back of my mind, but I felt like I needed to uh, kind of take advantage of the fact that I had this four-year degree in marketing. And uh, so I took a new job at Helene Curtis in Chicago. Helene mm -hmm. Curtis made suave finesse. That's... Swap does what theirs does for less than half the price. <laughs> um, and it was my year in Chicago that I realized, even though I liked the job better, it was still not my life. Yeah. That's the best way I can say it. And uh, fortunately, I lived near the seminary Mundelein, which is the seminary that... Uh, the Archdiocese of Chicago uses. Interesting. So I had opportunities to uh, spend time there, and uh, one weekend led to two, led to three, and the number of guys who returned for those weekend retreats went from like 25 to 15 to 5. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I started realizing, oh my gosh, right? I guess... This could be happening. Yeah. So, what a cool story. Yeah. What a cool story. Um, and obviously, over the years, as you've been a priest, you know, you've you've touched so many lives, and now being the chaplain over at Saint Clair, it's really, mm -hmm. I'm sure that's an awesome position for you. And I'm sure you really enjoy doing that. And of course, we love having you here as well. Yeah. Thank you. I realize that uh, my priesthood has not turned out the way I expected expected it to when I entered the seminary in 1985. Uh, I was diagnosed with MS uh, in March of 91 and yep. then ordained in June of 91. So uh, things were a little confusing. As joyful as that time was, there were a lot of question marks oh, sure. about what this was going to look like. And, uh, you know, here I am. Uh, 40 years after uh, entering the seminary, almost, and uh, I'm not doing it the way I expected it, that I was going to be able to do it, but, uh, you know, here I am, and yeah. I'm, you know, not looking back, and just, somebody shared with me a while back, regret bears no fruit. Yeah. I think that's a great saying. Interesting. Regret bears no fruit. So I I don't 
even really think about disability a whole lot. It's just kind of the way it is anymore, right. you know. I don't yeah. think about the fact that I'm using a wheelchair or um, you know, having to live in a, in a nursing home, uh, which is not a typical place for a 62-year-old man to live, but that's what it is. Yeah. So. Well, you've certainly made the best of it. Well, I try. Yeah. I try. Yeah. So wanted to switch gears a little bit and just touch on some items that are going around, uh, going on around the parish rather, uh, the next next couple of days and weeks. So there is a young adult bonfire on Saturday. Um, also, please keep in your prayers uh, those that are in the confirmation class, eighth graders. Uh, they are on retreat this weekend down at Damascus, so they'll be seeing Father Jeff well, down there. I you think know somebody there. That's right, and uh, I think there's also some Leal Falcons down there as well. We. Uh, Pretty, pretty close with the Leal Falcons here, uh, the elementary school in White House. I believe they're down there as well from Wednesday to Friday is mm-hmm. what Sarah told me. Uh, but uh, obviously and our... you being one of the famous alumni. Well, I don't know about famous, but <laughs> I've, I'm an alum, that's for sure. Yeah. I, yeah. So, um, then, of course, uh, we have All Saints Day and All Souls Day Masses on November 1st and 2nd. All Saints Day uh, we have a 9 a.m. and a 7 p.m., and then All Souls Day, the same times, 9 a.m. and 7 p.m., and All Souls Day. If you lost um, a loved one this year, uh, they will be remembered by name on All Souls Day, and there will be a, a poster up with, with their name on di- on display in the back of the church. Mm-hmm. So that is some housekeeping items as we get rolling here on this beautiful day today. And Father... This is about the time where we normally... I know you're a loyal listener, so you probably don't know, need to hear what I'm going to say next, but this is no, normally where we transition into the Scripture. So maybe we can talk a little bit about uh, the readings for this weekend, and uh, you can read it for us, and then we can we can kind of unpack it and discuss. Okay. This is a reading from the Gospel according to Matthew. When the Pharisees heard that he had silenced the Sadducees, they gathered together. One of them, who was an expert in the law, asked him a question as a test. What commandment in the law is greatest? He said to him, You must love the Lord your God with your whole heart and your whole soul and your whole mind. This is the greatest and the chief commandment, and the second is like it. You must love your neighbor as yourself. On these two commandments, the whole law and the prophets depend. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise you, Lord Lord Jesus Jesus Christ. Christ. Yeah. Very, very simple, but very challenging uh, words there. Love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your mind. It makes it seem so simple, doesn't it? It yeah. really does. Yeah. And when you get right down to it, it is simple. It it's is. a matter of uh, making first things first. Loving God, loving neighbor, which is loving the image of God mm-hmm. that we are all created in. Right. Yeah, we talked about image and likeness last week with, of course, the reading about the the coin, uh, Caesar's coin, and now, of course, we're we're into this. And like you said, um, you know, loving, loving neighbor, as as yourself, mm-hmm. and then of course as God, 
you know, I think what we, at least for me, like I look at the world as if, I mean, what it is, but it's all God's creation. So every time something happens or there's an interaction, indirectly, I'm sort of interacting with God in that moment, right? Mm-hmm. I, I'm interacting with the other person, what whatever their beliefs are, whatever yeah, any circumstances that are there, but I'm interacting with, with God's creation, a, a, a mm-hmm. person, a member, a steward of the kingdom of God right along with me. And I think steward is the right word yeah. to recognize that it all belongs to God and that we're here not just to interact, but to take care of. Yep. To take care of creation, to take care of one another. Uh, Stuart, I think, is just absolutely correct. I'm I'm glad I'm glad you like my uh, my little breakdown. Yes. I uh, I've, I got to say I looked ahead and I cheated a little bit. <laughs> I was like, that's, that's, that's all a right. good word. That's yeah. all right. So uh, yeah, really powerful, powerful stuff, and and. Jesus does command us to do things, right? Um, but that was that's a pretty bold statement that he makes. You shall, you know, love me before mm-hmm. anything else, right? I don't think for us as being fully human, if we were to say that to somebody, they'd look at us like we were crazy. Of course, God's mm-hmm. saying that, so that's mm-hmm. that's pretty powerful stuff. But yeah. but again, what I try to do is I try to take the gospel, you know totally out of context sometimes and think of myself as like being in the room with with jesus when he was you know relaying these messages to people you know um and i think that it 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 is very challenging right to think about that fact Mm -hmm. and think about um how how we can continue to help each other to love god because there are so many distractions out there there also there are so many vices there are so many worldly views uh, that contradict somewhat directly right god's Mm -hmm. teaching Mm -hmm. god's laws um and i know that you know there's a lot of horrible horrible things happening right now in the world um and a lot of things that are developing that are you know not what probably god would want and that's the art of free will the art of freedom right that he gives to us but at the same time having that having that love and and helping others to have that love for both God and others and mm-hmm. themselves mm-hmm. really is is you know something that I think we're all called to do you know that uh, creativity in imagining yourself in a, a certain scene uh, that's a very Ignatian way of praying uh, Saint Ignatius mm-hmm. calls us to imagine ourselves either like right there as the gospel is happening or to uh, kind of extend beyond that as you said to put yourself in a, in a certain room or something uh, St. Ignatius is uh, famous for that and I went to uh, get a master's degree in spirituality at Creighton which is a Jesuit university uh, the Blue Jays that's right <laughs> so I learned uh, more about saint ignatius than probably most people know but that doesn't mean i'm an expert by any means well i i've heard this before i think last year you preached on thanksgiving you have three master's degrees 
if I said that, I was not bragging, but yes. That's ridiculous. <laughs> I have is. I have one, and it I have many is. gray hairs from it. So it is, <laughs> yeah. Um, it's not because I'm so smart. Uh, it's because I take advantage of the opportunities. Yeah, love you it. Know, when I was a uh, campus minister at Bowling Green, I Isaac Zumba. That's right. That's right. Uh, I decided, well, since I'm here on campus, I should take advantage of this. Yeah. So I got permission to get my master's in counseling. And then uh, when I was at uh, St. Monard as a spiritual director, one of the things they did to repay the diocese for uh, allowing me to be there is in the summers to go to Creighton, to get my degree in spirituality. Wow. So, and then in addition to my MDiv, which all priests have. So, wow. Yeah. Yeah. Again, it's not that I'm so smart. It's that the opportunities have been there and I've taken an advantage. That's awesome. So, awesome. Awesome. Yeah. Awesome. So, back to the gospel. Um, any any thoughts from you? Any insights from, from you and your, your life and how you've maybe broken down this passage for, for others? Well, anytime we deal with loving God and loving neighbor, we're dealing with, as we heard in the gospel, the two greatest commandments and that the two are, they go together again because of the fact that humanity, every person in, in God's world from the beginning of the world to its end has been and will be created in the image of God. And so uh, two really go together. That's what uh, Jesus is saying in this gospel. And as we look at the the commandments, the Ten Commandments, uh, it's all about respect and reverence. It's about respect and reverence of God. It's about respect and reverence of our neighbors, the right. people that we share this earth with. So uh, sometimes people think, oh, the Ten Commandments, it's long ago and far away. Yeah. But it's very much a reality of who we are today as children of God, that we uh, pray respect and reverence to our God and respect and reverence to our brothers and sisters that we share this earth with. Yeah, that's really beautiful. And I think, as you said, you know, the Ten Commandments, they've been around for so long because they they just work, yeah, number one. Right, right. And number two, according to what God tells us, right, if we follow those commandments mm. and, you know, you're yeah. you're going to be... Just fine and getting into the eternal kingdom. Mm -hmm. So that's that's those are the ones that I follow. I mean, I, I try to be a good good Christian yes. and good person, yeah. of course. But those are the ten that you look and you go, huh? That's I mean, mm -hmm. it's you know, it's like going to driving school again. You know, they have this big sheet of rules and you know, it's yeah. like what are the ones I really need to you know have in my head all day as mm -hmm. I'm you know as I'm going about driving or doing something like yeah, that. Yeah, I'll have to admit, I don't have those memorized. Yeah, I don't either. Um, but I don't think 
that God is mad at me about that. No. You know, because they're in my heart. Mm-hmm. You know, I recognize. You live, you live it out. I try to live them right. and without knowing exactly what they are in my head. Uh, but, yeah, I, I think you're right. It's a, just a, a very contemporary thing that is about loving God and loving neighbor. Uh, I, when I was in Oregon, uh, living at the Little Sisters of the Poor and then the Gardens of St. Francis, I was part of a a group at St. Charles Hospital Mm -hmm. where they run the uh, Behavioral Health Institute for Mercy. And one of the things I did there was meet on a regular basis with uh, men and women who are in recovery from alcohol and drugs. Oh, yeah. And that was a really good experience for me. And one of the things that I learned from them is some of the slogans, you know, that go with uh, 12-step programs. And the slogan that I've been able to use in so many ways in spiritual life is first things first. Mm-hmm. First things first. And I think that's how I approach the commandments. Yeah. Is to remember the first thing is to respect God, to love and reverence God. And uh, when that is the foundation, it doesn't really matter as far as I'm concerned whether or not I know that I think it's the fourth commandment, love right. and honor your mother and father. I do it. Yeah, me too. Yeah. First things first. And on that note, Father, we are at time. So okay. would you like to lead us in a little prayer today? Yes. All right. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, amen. amen. Lord, as we continue our day, as we continue this week, we know that you are with us and we believe that we can become better at loving you, loving others, as you call us to do. Uh, Be with us to give us strength. Be with us to keep us on point. We ask this through Christ our Lord. Amen. Amen. Father, thank you so much. What an honor it was today. Well, I would say the same. Thank you. Thank you. And and even better news, you will be back with us next week. Well, how about that? How about that? (laughs) So we will see you all this weekend and talk to you next week. Have a wonderful weekend and rest of your week. Thanks for listening. 